Thank you for listening to the Father Goodrich Sermon Podcast. If you aren't subscribed, take a moment to subscribe now. We hope these sermons will give you insight and inspiration for wherever you are on your journey of faith. Now, this episode's message. Is this all there is? Is what you're currently experiencing in life all there is for you? The answer in the Christian faith is that there is much more to life than meets the eye. And that there is more for you to experience in life. Turn to somebody and say, more. More. But if the Christian faith is right and saying, no, this is not all there is. There is much more. How do we begin to make sense of Christianity in the 21st century? And that's what we've been exploring in these series of sermons. And as we seek to answer that question, is this all there is? We're going to tackle the topic this morning of why God is not an old man in the sky. And this reminds me of a joke. So this young guy from California is finishing up his parachuting lessons. And he has a question for his instructor. And he says, uh, dude, uh, like what happens if the main parachute I have, if that doesn't work? And then what happens if the backup parachute doesn't work? How quickly uh, will I hit the ground? And the instructor says, it'll take about the rest of your life. (laughs) Now, however you think of God, whether you think of God as being an old man in the sky or in some other way, that will have an impact, excuse the pun, that will have an impact on you and the people you care about for the rest of your life. Because how a person thinks about God, or if they spend no time thinking about God, shapes how they do life, what they give attention to, and how they live. Archbishop William Temple put it this way. If your conception of God is radically false, then the more devout you are, the worse it will be for you. I'm going to rewind that. If your conception of God is radically false, then the more devout you are, the worse it will be for you. You are opening your soul to be molded by something else. You had much better be an atheist. Do you know the term God is not self-evident? Lots of people, when they hear the word God, think of lots of different things. For example, in the crazy popular Marvel and DC superhero movies, anyone seen any of those? Okay, just a few though, right? Uh, The word God is thrown around in a way which has almost nothing to do with how Christians have understood the term. So in those series of movies, for example, you have Thor, who is a quote, God, or quote, Demigod. Or some people might view Wonder Woman in that same way. Actually, let's just pause here and do a little uh, favoritism contest. 
Uh, if you vote Thor, Wonder Woman, you got to choose one. Here we go. Thor, raise your hands. Wonder Woman, raise your hands. Wonder Woman is the triumph. Okay, so some people would consider those characters to be, quote, gods in the lowercase g sense. The sense of being human-like, super-powerful beings. Kind of like the so-called Greek gods and goddesses. But this is in contrast to how Christians have understood the term. God as the source and sustainer of all things. God as creator. Christianity is about life. It's about all of life. It is a way of life. Christianity is made up of imperfect communities of people. We sometimes think of them as churches. Where, with God's help, they strive together to become fully human and fully alive. And one of the distinctive claims of Christianity is that God is knowable. Now, just think about that for a second. That's a, quite a bit of a claim when you consider the major limitations you and I have as finite limited human beings and trying to understand an unlimited, infinite God. That's one of Christianity's claims. God is knowable. God wants to be known. And that God has made herself known. Yes, we sometimes say himself known, but God has made herself known in Jesus Christ. If you've ever had a sense of knowing or being known by God, raise your hand. I see lots of hands. Now, if you're skeptical about that claim, if you've got some serious questions about that claim, that's fine. Or maybe you had the unfortunate experience of being hurt by people who supposedly know what God wants them to do, and you've had to deal with that situation. Well, if you fall into any of those camps, you're in good company, because many of us have experienced those things. And we're striving to find a fuller, more gracious understanding of God. A God who, according to the gospel of our own St. John, tells us is love. 1 John 4.8. Let's say that together. 1 John 4.8. What's the verse? God is love. And Solomon, who's a spiritual director and psychologist, reminds us of these things. We all have various images of God floating around in our heads. Because of our childhood experiences, we may see God as a kindly yet distant grandfather figure, or as an accountant of good and bad deeds. Scripture gives us many images, including God as a nurturing mother, as a merciful father, as a judge, as a benevolent creator, as the spirit, and is Jesus. No image fully captures who God is. Underline that with a red pen. No image fully captures who God is. Let's say that together. No image fully captures who God is. Two nine-year-olds, Betsy and Billy, are hanging out at their elementary school over lunch. And... Betsy says, Billy, you have $10, and you ask your father for $20, how many dollars 
And Billy says, ten dollars. You don't know your math, Billy. You don't know my father, Betsy. <laughs> Speaking of fathers, in a other parish I served, I had a parishioner who was a major Star Wars fan, and his name was Luke. And, <laughs> and one day, I just could not help myself in front of his kids and his family. I came up to him and said, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> Speaking of uh, dad jokes... A little girl says, Daddy, can you put on my shoes? And the dad says, No, sweetie, I don't think they'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> but just as a pair of shoes that doesn't fit properly will cause you pain, and actually if you wear them long enough, they will deform your feet so having a wrong or unhealthy image of God can deform a person too. And that's why theology is important. Beliefs matter. That's why being an active part of a spiritual community is important. Having the ways we understand God enriched by others, sometimes even challenged by others, is essential. One author put it this way. This way, we don't fall into the trap of thinking God as being only white like us, or black like us, or male like us, or female like us, or as cosmic versions of our parents, or simply as projections of our own psychologies. And this is also why Christians use the Jesus glasses for our particular understanding of God. And in Jesus, we see a God who heals, who forgives, and who sacrifices himself for others. Again, God is love. What's the verse? 1 John 4, 8. Question. The shoes you wore when you were five years old, do they fit you now? I bet in most cases, they don't. And so, thinking of God as an old man in the sky might be an appropriate image of God for a five-year-old. It's probably developmentally inadequate for a 15-year-old, much less a 55-year-old. But that's why, as Christians and as human beings, we are invited to grow up, to develop, to mature in our faith, in the ways in which we understand God and how we approach the source and sustainer of all things. And that's why I always seek to check our understanding of God with the Jesus classes. And that fact of God is love. God is the source and sustainer of all things. God is the creator. God is not an old man in the sky. But that image may be helpful to some for a period during their life. But we are invited to grow, to develop, to mature, and to have our old ways of understanding God enriched through new perspectives, and to have those old ways come alive as we approach God differently. You know, one of the reasons a lot of people out there struggle with faith is because they're trying to live their complicated adult lives on the basis of a five-year-old's image of God. Well, they need to do what all of us are invited to do, is to grow up in our faith and our understandings what we mean when we say the word God and the various images we can use as we approach God. 
Always going back to 1 John 4, 8, which says? God is love. love. God is love. That's always our check. So as we continue to explore the question, is this all there is? And next Sunday we'll be tackling the topic of why Jesus is not just a nice guy. Now, the identity of Jesus remains very controversial. Very controversial. Very much debated. I would say whoever you are, it's worth thinking through seriously at least once. It's not a subject you don't want to think through. Whatever your conclusions, whether you agree with Christianity or not, it's a subject you should think through carefully at least once. But in the meantime, try out a new set of spiritual shoes. Once you find the right set and you break them in, you'll find that you'll get more steps in with God each day. The walking will be easier, and you'll go farther together. Amen. Father Goodrich here. I hope this message blessed you in some way. Remember, faith isn't limited to one hour a week. Faith is about our whole lives, everything we do, every day of the week. So, live well.